Well, good evening, and welcome to the Psychic Coffee Shop. I'm Mason, and of course, with me tonight is Sandy. How are you, darling? I'm well, thank you. How's everybody? Doing well, doing well. Because, you know, you got a new computer because you're getting ready to go travel. Well, the new computer is for work. Uh-huh. And live streaming. I've got that little one I was using before the surface. It's going to be uh -huh. for travel. That's going to be the uh -huh. travel. This one's much heavier. It's kind of a, okay. yeah, it's a bigger, heavier computer. So it's for work and streaming and the other one's for travel now. Ah, very traveling cool. in, in the middle of the night. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Are you running off to Australia? No, I'm running off to Oklahoma. Oh, goodness. That'll be good. Which is right by Kansas. So if anything goes wrong, I can always click my heels and pop into Kansas. <laughs> well, that'll work. And then that way you can, you know, possibly collect some shoes. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Kansas was Wizard of Oz, right? You think Kansas. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. You know, just don't go disappointed peering into Oz. <laughs> My family works evil. I know. Now I'm heading into a nice, very nice environment. It's a very, a very good friend. Good. Not you driving. There. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, you know, you know, we got a new moon in Pisces, you know, it's all about routines and stability and all that fun. We got you traveling, me testing something out, and then we, you know, also, you know, they just finally released some paperwork, some um, government stuff. Why don't you tell us, Sandy, about what they released? What government stuff? The psychic training stuff. Oh, I'm completely sorry. I completely have no idea. Remember, I sent you the video? Project Blue Book, when they were trying to train people to be psychic to attack the Russians? I didn't watch the video. Mm. Bad, bad, bad girl. My bad. That's okay. We'll talk about that next month. Because I have so much going on this month that I haven't, I've been so, it's been a bad month. Not a bad well, month, but a very distracted, very busy, crazy kind right. of month. Yeah. Which and I did not, I did not read, did not read, the, uh, look at the training video, nor did I read the article. However, I, you can't, is the training to someone how to be psychic? Was it training to someone how to deal with, with customers? It's training how people how to be the government released of release records from the sixties. When they were doing the remote viewing experiments and they were and then they kinda got themselves into a little quagmire. You know, because Russia forever has been oh god. Our audio has just gone to hell. What do you mean? Meaning I I can hear myself echoing across three yards. I can't. You're not echoing to me, though. Okay. So I'm just saying it sounds perfectly normal. Joe, can we get a stream check, please? Absolutely. Thank you. So he's going to check the stream to see if we are echoing. And if we are, we're sorry, guys. We've been battling with the internet here, you know, in West Virginia. It's sometimes as good as two cans tied together. Oh God! So you said that you know. Yeah. No, that wasn't a keen video. It had nothing to do with it. You see, it's echoing at Brenda's. See, here's the thing. I don't think you sent me the video. I did. It was in our podcasting chat. Oh, why I missed it? Yeah. Oh, that's why I forgot about it. I remember it's you saying okay. that last time. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, perfectly okay. We'll talk about it again another time. I mean, we this is like, it happened in the 60s, so it's not hot news. Well, I imagine that would have been a really um, disappointing experience for Russia. 
I don't think it was a disappointing experience. I think it was more, what was more interesting was they got, you know, the U.S. got very deep into the psychic stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what do you think? Can people learn to be psychic? No. Impossible. Okay. Impossible. In- completely unattainable. It's a gift that you're either born with or you're not. Mm-hmm. And, well, we're all born with a sense of that intuitive sense, and we're all a little bit telepathic, mm-hmm. but there are different levels, and um, I honestly believe that people like you and I and, and others have got a stronger level of uh, our intuitive ability, our psychic ability, than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not something that can be taught. I think techniques can be taught. Communication techniques can be caught to give you give a person an illusion that you're being psychic. Well, no, not what I'm talking about is like remote viewing that can be taught. Mediumship, that's a learnable experience. You know, it's a process. The skill level has to already be there. But I don't know. To... I mean, I'm very, very skeptical about that because I really feel mm-hmm. it is an inherent gift. And if you don't have it, you don't have it. And mm-hmm. if you can't sense certain things, if you're not sensitive to certain things, mm-hmm. like seeing, like for example, if you're a medium, being a medium just means you're in touch with the person's aura and, and the presence of whatever ghostly energy is around them, whatever energy mm-hmm. from a loved one is around them, etc. Um, means you've probably seen a few ghosts here and there, so you know. And, um, but you can't teach someone, I don't think you can teach someone to have that ability. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like no, asking okay. someone, it's like teaching someone to have green eyes and they right. don't have green eyes. That's how I see it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, tarot cards is a different thing. For example, you teach someone, I'll read tarot cards, learn the book mm-hmm. off my heart for the meaning of each card. That is not, that's not how you use tarot cards though. Tarot cards have those meanings. Uh, something that you know someone wrote one day so this is what this means slightly but that's just a uh, the word a guide you know but when I look at tarot cards I don't my my definition of what I read has nothing to do with the definition in the book has to do with right right it has to do with what I feel that card is telling me right. not what the book is telling me yeah. so I, I I really feel that you can learn certain communication skills mm-hmm. that will make it look like you're about viewing or have a psychic ability, but I don't mm-hmm. believe that you you can be taught to have a psychic ability. Mm-hmm. I, I, believe, I think I, that it can be a talent they have to develop. Well, once you have it, yeah. yeah. You know, it has to be developed. It has to be developed um, comfortably. Once you have a psychic ability, yeah, the best way to develop is by using it and using it in different mm-hmm. ways with different tools and mm-hmm. being aware of it and, and, and doing readings for your friends and that kind of thing and doing research into it. But if you don't have that ability, you know, no matter how much you try to do that, it's not going to come to you. Right. I think it takes work. Well, they would have to tap into their intuitive, the intuitive part of themselves and the telepathic part of themselves and really try and develop Mm -hmm. that part of themselves by using it and using it and using it. And what I mean by the telepathic part is that you know when someone is sitting there and someone's staring at you, that's a telepathic Mm -hmm. communication. You look up and you know, oh, someone's staring at you. You You sense it. And that's what telepathic communications like oh, I got bad vibes off that guy that's telepathic communication right. because you're sensing something about them but you're picking up on their on them you know right um it can be strong when we actually have conversations like the telepathic mm-hmm. communication that would be amazing right. but um yeah so 
Yeah, it's very interesting because they came up with not sure. Oh. But they had some very good results from it. Right. Um, of course, I think they've been testing since the late 40s. They've been testing um, for, for many years, even beyond right. the 40s. But the right. thing is, you may have these gifts not, and, and not realize it and then be taught that you have shown that you have them and then be mm-hmm. taught how to use them, you know. Um, but it's also extraordinarily subject, subjective. So what might right. work for me may not work for the next person. I just right. know that I have to keep reading. Every time I stop, I've tried to stop, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I have to keep going. I have to do keep going. Right. You know, and it takes practice. It takes a lot of practice, and I don't think people get that. It does take a lot of practice, actually. I mean. I, I think right. I unwittingly practiced because I just suddenly started doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and I never I didn't see it as practice. I saw it as I was just doing it and doing it and doing it and right. you know, you know it's a hundred years later I'm still doing it. <laughs> well Brenda says didn't they test and work and the train's the highest scoring list. They did. Um, Russia in general is very often and this is most like this is why a lot of psyches won't travel to you know Ukraine or Russia in general is because they're afraid they'll be abducted for testing probably I mean I don't want to I have no um, inclination to go to Russia or Siberia or any of those countries I have no interest in going there and catch me dead over there or right and uh or poland or the most yeah, i would do I is the uk going to poland and, yeah i think that would be good um i think it would be very good like there's areas of the uh, the premiere that i want to go through right um, in general just to see what's there right well i'm i'm half polish and half swedish mm-hmm so, because of that, I had no interest in going to Poland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Poland's an interesting country, but uh, Sweden's also an interesting country. Mm-hmm. Um, UK's interesting. Most I feel the most haunted countries would be the UK, parts mm-hmm. of France, um, Poland definitely would be very haunted. Basically, yeah, that'd be, but Russia, I get a really bad, not that I don't like Russia or I have no bias, I have no opinion, but I get a bad vibe about these Eastern European countries like Russia, Ukraine, all those kind of, I've met people that have friends from Russia and Ukraine, you know, big mix, but the actual country scares me for some reason. I I don't know, something, something about it, I don't know. I don't get a good vibe because I don't get a good vibe going to Asia. Right. You know, and I love Asian culture and I don't, I don't get a good vibe going to Asia. I feel like I'm going to be abducted going to Asia for some reason. Right. You know. It's really interesting because they just released this. Um, the guy's name is Joseph Mondelari, stood among the Roma viewers who worked with the government top secret program. He later told the Washington Post he was involved in 450 missions. One of them including, and you'll remember this, is when the um, he had the Iran hostages in 82, I believe it was. I know, I've heard his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the ones that worked with that. Um, the, uh, then another one, Angela Ford was asked in 89 to help track down a former customs agent who had gone on the run. Um, she recounted recently on CBS News program 48 Hours that she was able to pinpoint the man's location in Lowell, um, Wyoming. Um, even the U.S. Customs of Appeals him 100 miles west of Wyoming City called Lowell. I think it's just interesting they're starting to pull it together. Right. Well, yeah. we're getting more respected. Mm-hmm. In our and I think it's stuff like this that's coming to the news that yeah we you know we have 
they have used psychics to um, track us down, you know, to track people, to help us hostage situations. Um, they use remote, they're tra they've trained remote viewers as part of their program. But see, this all started when Russia and China in the 60s began using us. And you mentioned China, because China really, Asia really scares me for some reason. Um, I, when I was in Australia, I had a very close um, Malaysian friends mm -hmm. and um, some Indian friends. Right. And they really were taken by my ability. They were really loved it and mm -hmm. got me you know to use as often as possible and invite me to certain parties and events to, to read people they know they took it very seriously very right. very seriously you know and, right. and even though I, I embrace that culture those cultures mm -hmm. I'm very nervous about going to the country it's, it's very strange well, it's understandably very, it's not, I wouldn't say very strange. I mean, if we look at maybe past life, you know, experiences, we start adding in the other situations. Um, it can be very um, in-depth um, from, you know, different communications that's occurred. Um, you know, and we both, have, you know, I've done standardized testing. You've done standardized testing, I'm sure. Um, when you were in um, Australia, you know, you were doing some training center stuff. But I don't know how it would go and be a spy. I know. See, spies are a whole different ball game. That's right. scary. That's very scary stuff. Yeah. I'm too I'm not chicken. I'm exactly sure that I would deal with it well. Yeah, I, I'm too chicken. Yeah, I'm not chicken. I'm just more so like, mm, no, your government, you know, what are you going to do with me afterwards? Exactly. You know, because yeah, you know always, too much. Right. And it's always black box behavior. Yeah. Meaning that once it's over, everything is burned. Everything is, you know, top secret. Correct. You know, just where, you know, like, that would be my thing is, okay, so what's the long term plan here? You know, so, like, yeah. Are you going to book an hour session with me, and then we're going to debate the politics of things, or you know, and where things are, and you know, locating stuff, which that's what remote viewing is—is is you're locating items, people, places, or locations. Right. You know, or you know, exactly what are we working on would be my concern. But my other concern was they were looking to train psychics to psychic kill. Right. You know, to take targets outside. And I'm like, hmm, that's not what this, what this skill's about. It's not, you know, you can't. See, this is, these are things that are very dangerous for us psychics to do. Like right. kill someone. Because that's going to yeah. come back on us. You know, well, and that's not come a good back thing. on us under the law of three. But, you know, having psychic soldiers, I think. It, is a gate too far. Definitely. In my opinion. I think, you know, believe me, if we could actually kill somebody, I think there's a lot of men that would be walking around with migraines in their heads because I would be slapping them up against the head because they, you know, they keep pissing their girlfriend off who calls me because they can't apparently remember the date and time they're supposed to meet them. I know, right? You know, so that that part of the experiment, I was like, mm, I don't think you got much success out of that, did you? There's a pretty cat. I think I see a pretty cat. There it is. Yes. Anna is taking her place upon my lap. This is her new favorite place to lay down. So. So. Yes, yeah, so, um. I'm pretty sure there are some pretty powerful psychics out there that can do pretty powerful stuff. Right. And, um, but they've got to use it for positive, um, positive, otherwise it can come back on them. Right, but That's I also think thing. that, you know, if we take John Q. Sojal Public, G.I. Joe Special, that has a little extra inclination, 
that he's not going to be able to do any, do something that, you know, people that are reading hours and weeks and days on end can do. Right. Yeah. Psyche world is a very, um, very mysterious world. And it's going to take a lot of research and a lot of work to, right. you know, figure it all out. Our brain, look, they have, we've only discovered a small percentage of how our brain works. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more going on that, you know, like, I believe, for example, that we're all innately telepathic. Mm-hmm. We just, we've just never developed that part of our, our brain. We, no. we never use it. You don't use it, it doesn't develop. I think that we call remote travel. I've done it. Mm-hmm. We all can do it. I just think we haven't we haven't developed that part of our brain properly. The, the, the brain is still this day in its infancy of research. Right. And so much more that we that that needs to be learned about our brain. But what we already do know is pretty spooky because we can we can kind of remote view, we can remote travel, we can um, have a, a sense of telepathic communication, we can mm-hmm. predict an outcome of certain experiences and situations where we see the future of that outcome. Right. You know, we can sense things. We can walk into a room, and we immediately know whether we should walk out or not. <laughs> right. Well, that, but yeah. on the other side yeah. of this, and the other, yeah. you know, playground of it, we'll call it. We'll, we'll go with playground. We have, you know, all these scientists and government officials that want to regulate what we can do and what we can say and how we can say it. But yet they're doing the back room of. So tell me what the building they look they are in looks like. So tell me what this is. Tell me what that is. Describe to me, you know, the location of this. Like either one, we're psychic and we know what we're doing. Or two, you know, we can't prove the existence of it. It's one of the two. Right. You know. Like, you don't get to get it both ways, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Every day, people are expecting to tell people the outcome of a situation when you watch the news. When you watch right. things, they're always, they're always saying, what do you, how do you think it's going to turn out? Well, no one knows. They don't know. They're making an educated guess. Or are they making an educated guess? Or are they having the psychic moment where they are? They do have the ability to know, oh, the outcome is going to be ABC. Right. Right. And, for example, now they're saying, you know, there definitely are aliens on Earth. Well, yeah, I believe there definitely are aliens on Earth, right? Right. And um, uh, now they're saying it, but they're talking about it in the 60s. They're saying, oh, we're ready for it now? Well, we must be right. ready for it then, because then, in the 60s, had shows like Star Trek, The Outer Limits, Twilight Zone, all talking about these weird things that go on, right? that I believe were going on in reality, these things. Right. And they were trying to, to, to sensitize us to it because they said, well, we've got to get the population ready for all these things, all these right. unknown right. entities, all these uh, aliens and star, space travel and, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. You know. So, well, and if you, I think that, you know, Oh, who was it that done the uh, radio broadcast and everyone was in the streets, you know? George Orwell. Shoot. Okay. Was it George Orwell? I think, you know, I think it was George Orwell. I think they'd yeah. come out today and have the Greys, you know, do a press conference and going, we've been here longer than you all have. Exactly. Um, and I think that they would get the, I don't think they would get the same reaction. No, they won't be much calmer about meeting them. Like yeah, I would, well, like, I would be great. Can you mind fixing the global yeah. warming thing? <laughs> and on while you're at it, can you like you know work on the you know, the reception of the TV and well you know yeah look there's a show called SG uh, was it SG One Stargate yeah right and that's all about 
the government and the greys interacting. Mm-hmm. Right. The whole show is based on that. Um, right. You know. It's so mysterious. It's the whole thing is so it, mysterious. It is. It's very mysterious, but on the other side of it, I don't think it's that mysterious. I think it's just like, can we get example with this, you know, okay, you obviously had results. Release the results. Be, you know, give us the information. Stop hiding and going, oh, well, we can't do that. We can't say that. It's like, stop it. Exactly. What are they so afraid of anyway? Well, I think they're afraid that then, you know, like, if they get their results and then another country is going to come in and go, well, if they got those results, we can do better. And then it becomes a cycle. Well, the thing is, if there are aliens on our planet, then Mm -hmm. there are aliens in other countries. Right. It can't all all happen in the United States. It's got to happen in other places, right? Right. Yeah, um, I think I think we have aliens amongst us that do exactly like us. They're humanoid. They're just right. from another planet. I've seen some people. I'm sure are aliens. <laughs> well, I yeah, think the, definitely we have aliens. I think that definitely you know we are more than the, than what we perceive ourselves to be. Correct. I think, however, and this is probably one you won't agree with, that we are the that we are also aliens. No, I do agree with. I was about to say that. To that I was going to say we're we're aliens. Right. Like, I don't think that we naturally aliens. come. For, well, I think what is considered the modern human is aliens. Well, when that asteroid hit the Earth, when the first ice age happened mm-hmm. or whatever they say that we evolved from amoeba or whatever on that asteroid and if that's the case we're all aliens right and uh um, we're all from another planet or different planets i think different planets now granted i think that you know that they drive past earth and lock the doors and be like mm, you don't go there that's you know that's not the good place that's not a good place to be and yes, I'm being facetious, but I also think that that's part of, you know, the situation. Yeah. Well, we're a planet, and whatever, you know, right. there, there are other solar systems, and there has to be life on the, on the other planets, and different solar systems, and so on. Right. And, yeah, and... And I'm my talking dad, more than amoeba. Yeah. My dad was convinced that there was a starship up there already doing like we were more advanced than we were allowed to know that we were like the world was more advanced when you think mm-hmm. about it he's kind of right because if that if, if all these scientists from the 1800s and so on were discovering mm-hmm. things, how are they discovering that the, 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 right. the, the sun was the center of the, the solar system how they discovered we, we even had a solar system how are they discovering that I find it very, very difficult to believe they were discovering certain things just through a telescope. Right. Because they said that Earth was the center of, of, of whatever, but the center of what? How did they know we were a center of anything? No one even knows right. who named Earth Earth. No one even knows who named half the planets. No one knows these things. You know mm-hmm. that, right? And uh, so, but someone must know, but no one in this planet knows that someone knows someone saw our solar system from space to say oh there's a solar system the sun is in the middle of it and earth goes around the sun and the planets go around you couldn't have seen that from the ground looking through a telescope right i'm sorry so someone was up there looking down well, and, you know, and we're starting to, in my opinion, figure it out, you know, and what I mean by that is they're starting to slowly drift out stuff that should have been dripped out a long time ago. Well, they tried in that book, The Chariots of the Gods, they mm-hmm. tried to bring it all out there and everyone kind of, you know, 
well, people thought it was pretty amazing, like the, the pyramids and, and the way the Bible was written, certain stories in the Bible. That, right. you know, there was always something coming from the heavens, you know, some sort of fiery something or rather coming from the heavens. Everyone was always looking up, something was coming down. And then, then, then you know, it's God and, you know, God is this, this high energy being. And, well, mm-hmm. but what is, I mean, I'm not an atheist, but what is, what is it really? What's really going on? Because to know our solar system and to understand mm-hmm. it and the earth is round, you have to see it from a distance. Right. Yeah. You know, you yeah. can't. I don't know how they would have determined it from the ground looking up. Well, I think it depends on where you look at it from. Like, if you go to Mount, up to the lakes, the Great Lakes, you can see the roundness of the Earth. Yes. But they okay. still thought the world, but they, they knew, but they could, hundreds of years ago, they still thought the world was flat. Right. Well, and I think a lot of that behavior had to do with you know, poor information. I also think that they're, you know, we also tend to mistreat those that, you know, look at how they done Tesla. Right. I know, that's yeah, what he was think, insane, Tesla. Well, yeah. they used him for his knowledge and then just made sure that he was, you know, discredited. I know. But at the same time, you know, that's why we have computers and mouses, is because Tesla was working on wireless. Right, exactly. And what is this, this energy? You know, there are pla- there's places um, you can go, like in Mexico, where there's no there's a certain area where your watch stops, mag- you know, compasses go crazy. You got the Bermuda Triangle. You've got planes that disappear in the thin air that never ever reappear. Or you got plane. There's a case of a plane that supposedly disappeared in the thin air and then did reappear 35 years later. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, there are so many um, anomalies. Anomaly. Yes, that so many, so much phenomenon that you don't know. Um, you see, I, I tend to, I tend to want to believe it. Because mm-hmm. where, do, where do these theories come from to begin with, is my point. Like, why we say, why is it, why is it running everything there's ghosts to begin with, right? Someone must have thought something. Why do we think there's aliens to begin with, you know? Why are we even talking about it? Because someone somewhere saw something, said something. So they said something and saw something, right? And become, then it becomes conversation. And then you get these disputes is these kind of like some you agree some don't agree but it all comes from somewhere and the fact that it all mm-hmm. comes from somewhere means it must have really happened that's how i see it you know understandable and the earth the fact that it's called the earth and no one knows who named earth earth means means that earth was a discovered planet a whole planet it was discovered and named earth so who and discovered the, the whole planet? Who discovered it? Or who named so, it and why did it, why did it become, you know, what everyone calls it? You know, why correct. isn't it named Eden? It, but you have scientists down here, astronomers, mm-hmm. that look through a telescope and say, oh, there's a planet, we'll name it Fred, right? Correct. But they discovered that planet from a distance, they were looking and they saw it and they named it, mm-hmm. right? So obviously someone was looking at our planet, discovered it and named it. Agreed. That's how I see it, yeah. And whoever that person was, must have been mm-hmm. the starship. Because I, I believe that there are a lot of things that, that were advanced, advanced technology that and that's the reason we had the tech we have. Uh-huh. Referring to Star Trek, because Star Trek's got a lot of interesting stuff in it. There was one episode in Star Trek in the series Voyager, where there's this guy just camping out, minding his own business, you know, in the in the LA Hills, whatever. And he sees a, a 
starship crash. Mm-hmm. And that starship was not from another planet, but it was from the future. And he gets all the tech from that from that starship. And mm-hmm. he starts making money off it. Right. Advanced computer tech. He becomes a billionaire because he's using all that that futuristic tech. But where mm-hmm. does Star Trek get these ideas from? Because Star Trek, the actors in Star Trek and the producers and the writers <clears throat> all work very closely with NASA. Right. What I find interesting with Star Trek in general is how much predictability they have done. Are cell phones predictable? Um, like it's predicted after like, boom, here's a cell phone. You know, and it's it was, like, oh, you know, that was, you know, not even on conscious thought. I mean, because I remember when I first saw cell phones, I was like, who wants a cell phone in, you know, who wants a phone in their car? People leave home to get away from people. Well, but in 1966, Star Trek had flat screen TVs, flip mm-hmm. phones or communicators, um, right. self opening doors. Mm-hmm. The whole gamut of things, right? right. Yeah, you know, and then in Next Generation, they already had laptops before laptops were even invented, yeah. right? And yeah, you know, like tablets. Yeah, and tablets. So, with there's a lot to Star Trek they're not telling us because where they get right. this information from. I mean, sure, you must have a, like a completely amazing mind to come up with this this kind of stuff but mm-hmm. if if none of it really ever existed then you because you know, the really old 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 science fiction movies was something like rocket but how did he know what a rocket look like it's kind of like where do you get these ideas from mm-hmm. you know or everyone was from mars so everyone was a martian you know it, it was it, it's like it had to start somewhere. Well, and see, here's the thing, you know, the Martian. I think that there were, that, you know, we were on Mars for a little we bit. We were. There was like, well, I don't know if we were on Mars, but there was life on Mars. Right. And I and, think that, you know, we yeah. destroyed it. I don't think we like destroyed we're it. Here. I think that as time goes by, we mm-hmm. get close to the sun. And the, mm-hmm. and the sun destroyed it. See, I think, I think that, a nuclear yeah. war happened. You think? I mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I go with that Mars got too hot and maybe everyone um, came to, to Earth. Mm-hmm. And I could see everyone moving to Earth, you know, or, you know, an escape to Earth. But, you know, what are we going to do when it gets too hot here? Or, you know, a nuclear war goes on here. Well, pre-colonized. I, I, do, I do and I don't believe in global warming. I believe that the planet is going through, for billions of years, gone through different phases. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that the planet, one way or another, this planet's going to die. One way or another. That Earth will become non existent one day. I don't think it's close. I, I feel like, yes, the, the greenhouse effect and, and, and um, the ozone layer and whatever goes in the atmosphere creates um, a greenhouse effect, which, which can then create global warming. It means mm-hmm. that our, our, our caps will melt and we'll all be flooded out and we're done. The earth will be well, see, I don't think we'll be flooded out. I think that, you know, Arizona might have, have beach house property, but they've had beachfront property before. The Sierra, the, um, Sierra, the, you know, the big desert in, in um, Asia, the Sahara. It has been a tropical wasteland before. Right. I think that, you know, ice caps are kind of like temporary. Yeah, so I'm saying they melt though. A lot of our countries will get smaller because the water rate will, level will rise. Exactly. So you know. the earth will turn into water, basically. And well, I don't think it will turn into water. I think that it will be covered with some water. 
like we're going to have some more lakes and the oceans and that type of thing and you know some of the land that we have created you know might be a little bit needing to be lifted up some you know like new york city is was created out of a tra out of trash bins you know they, i know it's gonna that have might to have a, to be raised we could go through global warming event mm -hmm. where we're finished but if we go through anything that's big like that that's mm -hmm. it's going to be a in the in the world thing. right yeah you know, i think um, i don't think it would be an end of world thing i think it would in my opinion end i don't of think humanity. it would be the end of the world i think it'll be a change in the world right end of humanity as we know it perhaps this chapter of it because I think yeah. that we've already done this a few times. I mean, if we look at, you know, what we, we call have. the Sphinx. That's what I'm You know, it has point. water yeah. erosion. Yeah. In a desert. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but I don't know what we evolve, evolve into. You know, may grow fins and... Um, that might be more, interesting. Yeah, we may end up being a, a water-bound type of species. Mm-hmm. And um, technology be a whole different ball game. Right. Or we might go through a reset, and you know, instead of having all the technology that we have, but having it, yeah, we won't have it. But it's not. But it, it's it's kind of scary because if we're not going to fall victim to global warming. We're going to fall victim to something else because the planet mm -hmm. and. Before global warming takes effect, we could be hit by asteroid. It'll screw everything up, right? That's or yeah, yeah. Or something could happen to the moon. If something happens to the moon. Everyone forgets about the moon. We need the moon where it is. If something happens to right. the moon, we're screwed. So right. Well, yeah. well, it's like all this weird weather we're having and all this stuff going on within you know the solar flares and all that. That's all connected to the two black holes that collide. Right, and if that affects the moon, we're screwed. So we're screwed right. on both counts. It's like we're screwed. It's, no matter how we look at it, we're kind of screwed, right? And well, I th in a way, yes. Yeah, but in other it's, ways, it's, it's like we're not even close to it. Like we've yeah. done this before. Yeah, the, a lot of asteroids have hit the moon. A lot mm -hmm. of craters. Well, and, and a lot of asteroids have hit the Earth. We call yeah. them, you know, meteorites. Yeah. So, what are we going to do? You know, we're doing everything we can on the planet to try and reduce global warming, right? Mm, I don't think so. Well, we're on our way to doing everything we can do to yeah, reduce global we're warming. We're on our way there, right? But I think we should have done that to begin with, you know. And I'm not one of those that wants to go fully solar tomorrow. No, we don't have the stability or the infrastructure to handle that. That's now, the if problem. If I lived in, the, in Queensland, Australia, honey, the top of my house would look like a reflective panel all over. Australia's got no ozone layer. You realize it's, there's a hole in the ozone layer over Australia. Yeah, and? So it's not really, climate-wise, it's not very healthy climate right. there. But, you know... I think we should never have, there are some things I think we should never have done in the first place to save the earth, mm -hmm. right? And then okay. and we did a lot to mess it up. And, you know, it, I don't know how we're going to fix it anymore. I'm, I'm lost because I think that, well, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know think that we can fix it. I think, you know, it's like everyone stopped wearing Aquanet in the 90s because, oh, Lord, that'll that caused the hole in the ozone, and I'm like, or did we already have a hole in the ozone, and we just decided that we would use that to create crappier products? Right. I don't know what to do. You know, we should yeah. never have had cars to begin with. We should well, never have had, see, the just... should have gone through the diesel uh, era. You know, that... I think we should have had cars, but I think that we could have already had steam-powered cars because they were invented first. Steam-powered cars, had steam-powered trains, we had all of that. Right. 
you know, and I think that, you know, we can go back to that very quickly and easily, but it was, the, we didn't develop the technology because it didn't affect, it didn't benefit everyone. You know, as far as nobody, you know, got, nobody was getting their pockets lined with right. the price of Petro. If everyone can just pour water in their car. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, unfortunately in New York City, yeah, we're not, it's not conducive to having electric cars here. It's practically impossible because if you put electric, say, if we put out where I live, mm-hmm. when you're lucky to find a parking spot too, if you put any kind of power on the street for an electric car, it'll be vandalized mm-hmm. in 15 seconds. Well, see, that's just it. I think that we're going the wrong direction here. What if the on the pan, on the top of the car was a solar panel? That's a good idea. I think it's a great idea, and we're the cars are solar operated. Exactly. Why I think it's a great plugging, idea. Why are we plugging into a system? Exactly. When the system can already create it, it has enough space on top, and it can to be like a hybrid that runs on solar power. And on gas, if necessary, but mostly on solar power. Exactly, mm-hmm. I agree with that. That works. Because right. we have a power station that's like two blocks from here. They put one in, and it was vandalized. Mm-hmm. But I know finished putting the the concrete dry. It was finished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's just yeah. That's New York. You know, yeah. I think that you know, as a culture, we're going to have to get. That's what I was saying. New York's not going to work. All infrastructure would have had to be completely changed in order for that to work. Right. But, you know, right. I think we need to start building self sufficient products. I too do. I, and I, I really believe in solar power. Mm-hmm. I like solar power because it's a natural resource. Right. And we can have solar powered cars. Well, we could have solar powered cars, solar powered houses, and India, the government paid for every home to have two solar panels put on it. But we can't afford that in the U.S. You know, that's that's very pricey. Why? How is it pricey? Why is it pricey? Because it's in demand. Anything that's in demand is always expensive. You know, so it should be a standard feature of the house or a standard feature of the car. And if it becomes a standard feature, then it's not as pricey. Like it's just part of what you do. Mm-hmm. Like bricks aren't you know, that expensive. It, right. You know, and then modifying yeah. the little houses that we do have with solar panels. And then, oh, we don't need AEP or the utility companies anymore. It's like, why were we all forced? Why is there not more wells in your cities? They used to be there. Right. You know buildings used to have water tanks on top of them. They did. It's like they took some of the good things that we had and took, made them worse. So somehow right. it didn't work. Yeah, I, I don't well, understand. Some some things they did to right. uh, advance, I think they went down the wrong direction. I think you're right. I think it was all money making. Right. So all money that, darling, how is travel going to affect your uh, schedule? Well, I've been working while I'm away, but I've decided I'll be working in the evenings. I don't know what time to what time, mm-hmm. but in the evening. So when the sun goes down, um, probably till about 11 p.m., that would be in Oklahoma time. So I don't know what time that is, what that is on the zone. I know they're at right. an hour. Um, earlier than me. Um, right. And I'll only be doing chat only. Chat only. Okay. Because I, I have my friend there, and it's kind of embarrassing if I'm trying to do a reading. My friend's listening. It's kind of like, you know. Well, not only that, but you, you've got your confidence, you know, you've got that confidence issue going on. Exactly. So with, with chat, it's more private. And I can be mm-hmm. chatting to her and, having, and be on my chat at the same time, so it's not going to be... So intrusive and Very impersonal, cool. you know, and so that, that's what I'm going to be doing. And um, I've already emailed, 
I mean, I, I asked, um, I already arranged to have an email sent to everybody, telling everybody that, that I'll be working in the evenings and, um, well, I've played with my schedule, so I'm going to be working only on Life Reader in the mornings, because that's the Australian server, and then I'm going to be working keen in the evenings and taking on-demand calls for both. So, the, so you know, I'm playing with my schedule some to get it a little bit more balanced. Right. All right, guys. Well, it's been great talking with you. We will see you later. Bye. Take care, everybody.